Okay. Screen turned off. Let's try this one more time. Episode 2. Sean Krishner's Physically Challenged Podcast. Um, in today's episode, which will begin this afternoon, I'm going to talk about caregivers and agencies and their pay. And you can get many, many agencies, but I'd I'd advise against getting an agency. I'd advise going to Consumer Directed, which is Public Partnerships, which is nationally run in all 50 states. Um, I'm going to talk about many, many things along with the caregiving aspect. Um, I'm going to talk about many things along with the caregiving aspect. That's just a sample of what you have coming to you at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Thanks. Screen turned off. Episode 2, Segment 2 of Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Podcast. I know I told you 5 o'clock this afternoon, and I'm, and I'm going to at least record and upload 6 segments so you'll you'll have enough over the weekend until I return on Monday now I've been doing a lot of thinking today I took time off my volunteer job to think about what it, what it is I wanted to say. And first and foremost on my mind today um is how physically challenged people's parents or a parent treats them. Screen turned off. Here's the deal. I want all physically challenged communities to pay close attention to this episode because it's gonna inform you in a lot of ways on how those parents of physically challenged people 
should treat their loved ones with physically challenged bodies. I'll start by giving you a little bit more of my personal life. When I was growing up, it was hard for my mother to accept the fact, and it is still hard for my mother to accept the fact that I am physically challenged. But I am telling every physically challenged person that has non-physically challenged parents. Give them some slack. They, they deserve that, but as you grow up, and become your own man or your own woman, don't let them push you into an institution that you can't stand. Don't let them push you into anything that you do not want to do. Don't let them persuade you into thinking this is best. If you want a happy marriage, which I'm sure you all do, if you want a happy marriage, take advantage of that. Okay? I'm not talking literally but I am talking figuratively. Make the most out of your life. You can do anything that you want to do. That's something that you need to be aware of and that's something that you can do I want to make it very clear that I went through the same ups and downs when I was little and now that I've had time to reflect 
it is very clear to me that my mother could not handle the fact that I was physically challenged and somewhere deep down inside if she admits it to herself she can't either um she still can't but that's to be expected she's one of the ones in society that would rather see us in an institution rather than our own apartments I mean she my mother did advocate for me to be in my own apartment but again she didn't want me to marry a non a non um, physically challenged person but I did and we've been married 10 years and I'm very happy knowing my wife loves me and she knows that I try to take very good care of her despite whatever people may think I'll be back with segment two in a little bit off. Continuation of segment two. Um, my mother was very rude to my wife when I got married, and I still have not forgotten that. Oh, I've forgiven her, but I haven't forgotten. Okay, my mother was um, only concerned about one thing, 
and I know she loves me in her own way, but sometimes she has a very funny way of showing it. Okay. She thought that my wife of 10 years was after my money. And I only have disability. So that that was not, that is and was not the case. So, I don't know where she got that from, but I say that to say this. And I'm talking to all physically challenged people in the physically challenged community. There is no way that you should feel guilty or let anyone else make you feel guilty for taking care of your wife and or husband. That, to me, speaks volumes on what society wants us to do as physically challenged people. Here's the thing. We must rise up above society For physically challenged people to feel better about themselves, we must rise up above normal everyday society. I think we have a lot to prove. If we didn't have a lot to prove, I don't know what we would do. See, and see, my dad is he's always telling me you don't have to fight you don't have to prove anything to anyone which I think he's wrong. In a lot of ways. Because we have to prove to society that we have the same rights as everyone else does. We have to prove to society that we have 
the same privileges that everyone else does. We have to prove a lot more to society than the normal because our lives are not normal. What our lives are like are in wheelchairs and or walkers. There's all kinds of disabilities, but I think society has more than one disability if you really want to know the truth on the whole thing. I'm sure it makes you mad just as well as it makes me mad that we have to prove anything to anyone at any time. That to me speaks volumes on what we're capable of. I'll give an example of what I'm talking about. My mother, I called her last night to see if she could help me pay a bill. Now, I never asked for her help in paying this particular bill. And right away, she feels like, well, she's always felt like My wife's taking advantage of me. But I don't, I know my wife is not taking advantage of me. That is not the case throughout the 10 years that we've been married my wife has never taken advantage of me see I hate when people assume things about the physically challenged communities Uh, that gets me pissed off more than anything. Um, 
what we need to do is not let society assume that everything should remain the status quo. And what we need to do is not let society assume things about us that they don't even know or realize what they're saying. You know, and that to me would speak volumes. And when I say volumes, I mean louder than anything else. I don't know. What society's problems are with us. But I do know one thing. It's going to have to change. And change soon. I'm not, you know. I'm not just spouting off some. for my ego this this is not just some stuff for my ego I'm very passionate about this this is something I believe that needs to be changed for the dis um, I mean for the physically challenged communities because if if this doesn't Stop. If we continue to let this go on, along with a lot of other things, we are no better than normal society. Okay? We have to be better, better, than normal society. And what we have to do is prove not only to them but to ourselves that we can handle anything that comes along. I don't like people giving me, which I'm sure most of the of the physically challenged communities do not like people giving them the third degree, asking them questions, asking them, why do you need this? Why do you need the money for this and that and other things? Here's the thing, I don't particularly pull punches, and you'll hear me say a lot of that in this podcast. You'll hear me say a lot of that. 
I thought I was gonna run a third ep- I mean, uh, um, a third segment. But I don't have the energy to do it at this time. So I'll probably run a third segment on Monday after five. I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm doing this for the physically challenged communities because I believe they need a voice and I'll gladly be that voice. get it out there the better it will be and I will run a third segment on Monday after five o'clock I thanks I thank you for listening and Just like I told you before, if you want to give me a, give me a shout, I will give you my Gmail address. It's Sean Chrismer at gmail.com. And I would rather, I would be more than happy to read your emails. Okay. Um, I wanted to thank you for listening. And I will get back in touch with you on Monday. Device on the screen. Screen turned off. Segment four of episode two. I want you people to know that are in in the physically challenged people in the physically challenged communities. That we cannot give up our our fights. We have to be able to deal with things as they come. But I know that is not easy for you guys. But here's the deal. Even though my dad tells me I don't have to fight, I feel like I do to get you 
in the physically challenged community what you deserve. I'll play games with your life. You would treat you with respect. I treat you with respect. You scared the hell out of me, Finn. Here's the deal. I do not pull punches. I do not play games. This podcast is very important to me. We must be able to determine what is best for us, not society. Society doesn't care about us. Screen turned off. Society does not care about us, and I will give the rest of the details this afternoon after five o'clock. Screen turned off. Hello. This segment is going to be called Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Book Episode 2. <clears throat> um, this segment is going to be called the, w- the way society is against its physically challenged communities. Um, first of all, let me apologize for not, um, doing an, uh, another segment until tonight. Um, let me tell you why I had a couple of doctor's appointments that I had to get to, and plus I had to work during the day, so I've been real busy trying to. And by the time I got home, by the time I get home, I'm exhausted. So, <clears throat> however, I'm back in full swing today. So, let me. Let me get started. It amazes me what regular society today has against its physically challenged communities. We are just an afterthought to them. And... Um... I've heard from many of my physically challenged counterparts. I've heard from many of my uh, regular um, able-bodied counterparts that saying you're way out of your league. Okay, I've got news for them. I'm not way out of my league, and I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, as far as personal stuff, which I will not go into. Uh, but here's the deal. I want you guys that are in the physically challenged community, um, to realize one thing. We'd... We do what we have to do to get what we have to get. 
we do what we have to do to survive. Okay, here's here's the thing. The deal is very, very simple. Learn to live with it because it's the best you got. Okay? That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. You know, it's it's amazing to me how many of the physically challenged communities come up to me and tell me what they think and what they feel towards the towards the uh, able-bodied society. That that's amazing to me. Now I'm not saying all of able-bodied society is like what I'm trying to get through to the physically challenged community. Some of the society is not. Here's the here's the thing. There are a lot more of us than there are of able-bodied society, okay? And, and it's increasing day in and day out, okay? Via car wrecks, via airplane accidents, via uh, truck accidents, uh, or ATV accidents, or motorcycle accidents, or even scuba diving, scuba diving accidents. Uh, you know, the, the, here's, here's the thing. What you have to realize, and I, this is what I want all my counterparts to realize, is we do what we have to do. Okay? We do what we have to do to survive. And that's what the name of the game is. At this point, we do what we have to do to survive, okay? And if it wasn't for my lovely wife, I don't know where I'd be, okay? That includes the physically challenged spouses of physically challenged people, okay? If it wasn't for my lovely wife, I don't know where I'd be. Here, But here's the thing. I don't care how many of the able-bodied society come to me and say I'm out of my league. I don't care how many of the able-bodied society tell me she shouldn't be with me because I'm in a wheelchair. You shouldn't be married. You shouldn't even be in an apartment. You should be in an institution. I don't care. The fact is, here I am and here is exactly where I plan to stay. I've got a volunteer job that I like. I've got a podcast that I like doing. So I'm moving up in the world, or at least I'm trying to move up in the world, and no one is going to stop me from trying to better myself in the world. Okay? No one from the able-bodied society is going to try and stop the physically challenged communities from moving up in the world. Okay? There are plenty of jobs, whether it be paid or whether it be volunteer. Okay? That is 
we have the right to have a job, whether it be paid or volunteer. We have the right to marry anyone we see fit. And I'm talking we, I'm, when I say we, I am saying all of the physically challenged communities in all of the 50 states. That is point blank. There is nothing anyone within the able-bodied society can do about it because we're increasing daily, day by day, hour by hour. That's not going to change. As long as the able-bodied community is stupid enough to have accidents or stupid enough to drink and drive or stupid enough to get in a motorcycle and drink and drive, the risks are greater than ever that you're going to have an accident and it's going to leave you paralyzed in some way, shape, form, or fashion. That's not going to change, okay? Here's, here's what the deal, you might as well get used to it because it's not going to change. If anything, it's going to increase daily by, uh, daily, hour by hour, day by day, minute by minute. Here's the thing. And the more physically challenged people we get, the better it is for all of us. Because they believe in equality. I believe in equality. I believe that we, as the physically challenged community, should be like everyone else. We deserve volunteer jobs or paying jobs just like everyone else. We deserve to carve our own place in the communities just like everyone else. That is not going to change just because we are physically challenged. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line throughout this whole podcast is I'm speaking up for the voices that cannot speak up. That is not going to change. But here's the thing. We do what we have to do when we have to do it, how we have to do it, and it doesn't change. What does change is the views of some people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. I will finish this up tomorrow morning.
Hello. I haven't been able to keep up on my podcast in the last two weeks, and I apologize for that because I know it's important for the physically challenged community to get all the information it can. Uh, I will be back in about two weeks because I'm going through some changes with the agency. I'm getting ready to uh, get another another aid. I will explain that too within the two weeks. Hopefully, these two weeks will fly by quickly so I can continue the podcast. Um, because like I've always told you, it is very, very, um, it is very, very important to me to get these podcasts out. I will continue on episode two. Um, when I can get the time to do do so. Um, like I said, my wife and I are going through some changes. Nothing to do with our personal stuff. Um, everything has to do with agency-related stuff. Um, those of you that know something... Those of you that know something about agencies... Hello, this this is continuation of Sean Christmas Physically Challenge podcast uh, on Anchor. Um, if you notice the TV in the background, I'm trying to keep up with what I'm watching as well as do the podcast. <clears throat> um... What, what, what you have heard so far is I am trying to create a book on podcast. Uh, I'm trying to create a uh, physically challenged podcast that everyone would want to hear. When I what I intend to do is go on with this podcast um here's what what we're gonna do we're we're going to discuss some more things some more things about the physically challenged community um that I think that you guys listening to the podcast need to know. Um, here, here's the thing. 
Some of the some of these episodes may not make sense. I'm trying to give you a a wide variety, a wide range of topics, a wide range of situations and a wide range of solutions. Uh, Screen I hope this is Sean Christmas of Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Podcast. Um, <clears throat> I hope that I have provided you with good information um, to for the caregivers to implement. I hope that I will continue to provide good information for the caregivers to implement. Uh, but the rest of the the rest of these episodes are going to be very 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 informative because it's going to be just uh, it's going to have a a wide variety of things to discuss and a range of topics to discuss and a range of helpful that I that I think are helpful tips to discuss in various areas. Um, I I want to keep the podcast informative. I want to keep the podcast. Very, very interesting. Um, so I'm just giving you a rundown of what I, what I'm going to do within two weeks. This screen turned off. Hello, this is segment three of Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Podcast. Okay. Segment three is gonna contain various um um segment three is gonna contain various things that we could do that if need to we can switch agencies we can go to private we could go to private duty we could go to various agencies and pick out the best ones um not only that, it, Screen turned not, off. not only that, it's going to contain various parts of information that I think you need to know about choosing an agency, but you have to be very careful. So let's get started. The reason I haven't been 
Um, let me start off this segment by saying the reason I haven't been uh, paying very much attention to the podcast is I have debate. I debated um, for over two weeks how to whether I should go to another agency or not and have to proceed with that. I've I've talked to my contact at Optima Health, which is my insurance company, and I have made a decision. We're um, going with another agency, starting over fresh. I'm, um, I'm getting rid of my caregiver because uh, she has some personal issues that she has to attend to. Um, so I'm, I'm starting over fresh, and sometimes that's what you need to do, not only with the caregivers, but with agencies as well. Uh, but I'd be, if I were you, being a member of the physically challenged community, if I were you, I would be very careful in selecting and very cautious on selecting uh, the agencies that you want to service you. But here's the thing. These agencies are going to tell you they have your best interest at heart. Which is not which is not always the case with certain agencies. We need to do the homework thoroughly and determine which agencies have our best interest at heart. Um we also need to deal with things accordingly with those agencies and let them know that we have the accounts, we have the optimum accounts, we have Medicaid accounts, uh, we have other insurance accounts that they need to pay very close attention to. Here's the thing. Do not let any of the agencies that you pick overrun you. Do not let any of the caregivers that you pick from that agency, whatever agency that you go to, do not let the caregivers get. If I do not do not let the caregivers get you sucked up into their personal business. And I've learned this the hard way. Keep it business and business only. Do not, I repeat, do not let them get into your personal business. Do not let, do not ask them about their personal business. Do not let them discuss their personal business with you.
Because there's always the significant chance, the very significant chance. Um. That you may get sucked up into they care and all that stuff, which which they do not. The bottom line is, caregivers alike and agencies alike care about one thing, money. That's all they care about, okay? And many, many agencies do not pay their caregivers enough to deal with the things they have to deal with, okay? Point, I'll give you another example. Uh, like, uh, my caregiver, I will not mention her name. We, we, my family and I, uh, did some personal things for her to make, to make sure that she to make sure that she was okay and to make sure that she was financially self-sufficient. Uh, I personally went to the agency and got the caregiver a raise. I will not mention the agencies or the caregiver's name. Um, but the agency along with the caregiver didn't care one way or the other okay the caregiver started making accusations which i know are not true against my wife the caregiver started taking advantage of my family and the financial help that they were giving her uh, which I don't need to go into details with that. I'm not going to, uh, because I I personally think that doesn't. It's not warranted. Uh, I personally think I'm personally going to deal with that accordingly. But I, I'm saying this to say I'm saying I'm saying that to say this. Be careful on what you do be careful on how much you say be careful on how much you get attached to the caregiver because it can end up backfiring on you very very badly it can end up backfiring on you so badly that you have no choice but to pull out of the agency and you have no choice to pull out on the caregiver but here's the, here's the thing. I want you to take very specific precautions and only you know what those specific precautions may or may not be. I want you to take very specific precautions on how to handle this. So what happened to me does not happen to you. And I'm saying this for the care, I mean, I'm saying this for the physically challenged person's well-being 
as well as the physically challenged primary caregivers well-being too okay that's what we need to look out for that's going to my 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 ultimate goal here is my ultimate goal here in creating this podcast is to make the physically challenged communities aware of the pitfalls of maintaining agency or private duty care. And I will go with part two. I will be back with part two of segment three within two weeks. You can also press screen turned off. Episode three of Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Podcast will start in about two weeks. Screen turned off. Episode three will start in approximately two weeks. Screen turned off. Hello. This is Sean Christmas with my podcast, which is aptly entitled uh, Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Podcast. Um, I I just want to let you guys know now know that. This is a continuation of segment three. I was going to be back in two weeks, but uh, but uh, I was going to be back in two weeks, but um um cutting my two week vacation short. Um. Because I believe there is something that you guys need to know as the physically challenged community. As there there are more people in the physically challenged community and increasing every day. What I want you guys to know is very, very simple. These agencies are not the best agencies around to deal to deal with everything that the physically challenged community has to deal with but we have no choice but to deal with certain aides that don't want to do that don't want to do half their jobs. They want to do half their jobs, but they don't want to do half the other half of their jobs. Now, when I'm, I've had a caregiver that 
I have helped for three years. I had a caregiver that has helped me for three years, but now all of a sudden she is telling me that she doesn't want to drive, she doesn't want to do the things that she has to do because of my wife. Okay, whether my wife is here or not, and I'm not only speaking for me, whether the physically challenged person's spouse is here or not, It is none of the caregivers' business. Their job is to do what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, and how they're supposed to do it. I have been going through this my whole entire life. But the fact of the matter is... I have to. I have no choice. Okay? <laughs> it's it's like a catch-22. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. You can't win for losing. Okay? And I'm sure that's how half the physically challenged community here in Virginia feels. Or half the physically challenged communities in all 50 states feel. Now, my dilemma, and I'm sure half the physically challenged community in all 50 states, is how do we go about solving this? Uh, we could, we could go to Congress, which I don't think... do any good because again Congress doesn't care Con you know the politicians don't care but we are the people that elect them um I just think that we as physically challenged uh, people and as a physically challenged community in all 50 states should be able to deal with whoever we hire as an agency and they should be able to accommodate us whether I don't care what kind of insurance you have whether it be TRICARE, whether it be Blue Cross, Blue Shield, or Medicaid, or Optima, or any other kind of insurance like that. Okay? That, the insurance companies don't have to deal with them. All they have to do is pay them. And they don't have to deal with them. But we have to deal with them as a physically challenged community. And the, screen turned off. the physically challenged 
our physically challenged spouses have to deal with them as as they come. And I don't think it's right. Okay? What I don't like is the fact it, it is the fact uh they they want the wife or the husband or any member of the family to be the caregiver or else we're subject to be put in a nursing home and I just got off the phone with my father and he doesn't think it's right it doesn't make any sense I he doesn't he doesn't think it makes any sense and I am inclined to agree with him which I'm sure half of the physically challenged communities in all 50 states are inclined to agree with the statement that this doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, we shouldn't be faced with a penalty or punishment because we can't get the right agencies, we can't get the right aids in here to deal with everything that we need to deal with. To me, it doesn't make any sense. But here, here's the thing. We have to deal with it because we have no choice. Those of us that are agency directed I have it I have a choice but those of you that are agency directed and don't know where to go for private contracting have no choice because public partnerships may not be in the state where you're in I don't see why not but they may not be I don't know I don't know all the rules and regulations of all 50 states, but Virginia, now public partnerships is in Virginia, which is where I'm broadcasting this from. Public partnerships specifically states, I'm sorry for, for the little miscommunication there. Uh, the public partnerships for Virginia specifically states that you cannot have a member of your family be your caregiver. Okay? That's, that's on paper, but at the other end of the spectrum... Uh, the agency, the agencies that are consumer, that are, um, agency directed specifically state that you have to have a caregiver, whether it be spouse or a member of your immediate family. 
Now, my question is, and I'm sure it could go around all 50 states. My question is, what is, why isn't one good for the other? Okay, it should, the same rules should apply. In other words, that's what I'm saying. The same rules should apply for everything, even private contracting. Now, I will continue with part four of this segment. Tomorrow. Green turned off. Let me. This is Sean Christmas. Christmas. Coming soon to you in the podcast world is a book that I've been trying to write for a number of years called Sean Christmas Physically Challenged Book. And it's my book. I'm the voice of physically challenged people that is an that has not been heard yet and they deserve their chance to be heard screen turned off hello this is Sean Christmas podcast what what we're going to talk about today is very very simple I have selected a new agency I've got a new aid, so everything is fine. I know I haven't been keeping up with the podcast, but but I want you to know once I get this. Once I, once I get this uh, taken care of, I'm just about ready to wrap things up with the other agency. Uh, once I get this taken care of, everything should be back on track as of Wednesday. So... Hang in there, my faithful listeners. I will be back by Wednesday. Screen turned off. Good morning. It is apparent to me that my podcast listeners have... liked what I had to say 
and there will be more to it. Um, like I said, I just got a new, um, finalizing the deal today with the new agency. Um, finally, um, getting ready to transfer the new aid over to the agency I'm gonna go with. Um, that's how you deal with, um, screen turned off. That's how you deal with agencies that don't want to deal with AIDS that don't do their job or somehow disrespect the client or the client's spouses. Um, what I will not, what nobody should tolerate is disrespect of the client's spouses or families. Screen turned off. The, the client should come first. Now, I want all my physically challenged community counterparts in Virginia Beach and in Norfolk and in the surrounding areas. I think it's um, a good time to start telling these agencies what we will or what we will not tolerate. Um, however, you gotta leave room for negotiation with these agencies so they can negotiate with you or and or you can negotiate with them. It is very important that you negotiate with any agency that you are going with. It is very important that they see you as an equal. Screen turned off. Hello, faithful podcast listeners. Walk into church with that hair. Um, the reason you hear the TV in the background is my wife, my wife and I are watching TV while I'm doing this podcast. Uh, segment four is going to be how to 
negotiate a deal with agencies for your caregivers. I have a question for all of my <coughs> podcast listeners. Do you know how to negotiate deals with agencies? You do not have to take no for an answer. When you're trying to negotiate a deal with the agency that benefits you and the caregiver, and the caregiver, you have to be a very skilled negotiator when you're negotiating contracts for the caregiver because everything you do not only affects the caregiver, it affects you. My goodness, don't you look happy. Must be cutting somebody up pretty good. Here's the thing. You have to be, like I said, you have to be a skilled negotiator. This this deal is very, very simple. All the way. Emma, the courthouse is just across the street. I do not pull punches when it comes to the physically challenged community. I do not pull punches when it comes to the physically challenged community's caregivers. My... My question is very simple. How do you handle Sheriff's Office? Um, making deals. When it comes to your caregivers. I do what I have to do in lieu of my caregivers. I do not pull punches when I negotiate with an agency. Everything comes with a price. Just fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were fun, you're funny, all right. You're a scream. You don't get a job on the excursion boat. Oh, Andy, we Um, oh, everybody's talking about it. We can just as soon as we. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, how do you, as the physically challenged community, 
handle the negotiating of prices with your caregivers. Screen turned off. Hello, my faithful podcast listeners. This is uh, Sean Christmer, and we're working on segment five of Sean Christmer's Physically Challenged Podcast, where I give you all the information you need to handle day-to-day situations. Now, in this segment, we're still dealing with agencies and caregivers. This is segment five of episode two. It all depends on what you tell the agency and how firm you tell the agency what your demands are. Which means you have to be firm in your demands. You have to be firm in what you want. You have to be firm in what you can handle. You you have to be firm in what you can handle. You don't let them make the rules. You make the rules. Because you're the one that is hiring the agency. Medicaid is just paying the agency. You're the one that hired the agency. Medicaid is just paying the agency. Now, what I need for you to do is understand some agencies are fly by night. Some agencies are reputable. Do your homework. Do your homework so you can make the best decision possible that is right for you and the caregiver. See, you and your caregiver work together as a team. You and your spouse work together as a team. And if neither the caregiver or the spouse or you are unhappy with the agency in not meeting your demands, and if you are not happy with the on determination of the demands that are not being met. It is your right to go to another, to go to various agencies until you find the right one that is capable of meeting your demands. Now, what I want you to realize also is that you hold all the cards. You're the employer of the agency. You know what the deal is, and you know how to. It all is in what you know. It's not who you know. In this, in most cases, it's who you know. But in this case, it is a matter of what you know. So you can tell them exactly what the deal is if they try to pull the wool over your eyes. And most agencies will try to pull the wool over your eyes and try to deal with what you have 
no alternative. See, they think they hold all the cards. They think they know it all. But uh, they don't know half of the stuff that you know. Screen turned off. It is imperative that you do your homework. It is imperative that you do the work that is expected for you to do. You may or may not get the results that you want to at first. But you're definitely, if you definitely keep it up, you're definitely going to get the results that you need to get. Screen turned off. Now, the rest of this conversation is going to be in episode 3. This segment is part 5 of segment 3. Here's the deal. Here, you must learn to renegotiate contracts if the contract isn't right with a certain agency. You must re renegotiate the contract so that they do not think they've got the upper hand. Sure, you can let them think they got the upper hand. You can let them think they've got the upper hand. But in reality, you're the ones that have the upper hand. You're the ones that deal with the things. That you're the ones, when I say you guys are the ones, I'm speaking to all physically challenged communities. For all physically challenged communities. What you do have to do is be well aware of what you need to deal with and what what you need for your demands to be met. The, now, the rest of this conversation will be held in segment, the continuation of segment 5, part 2 of segment 5 will be discussed tomorrow. Okay, segment 6 of the Physically Challenged book narrated by Sean Christmer. Segment 6 is going to start off like this. Again, like I said in segment 5, Again, like I said in segment five, you are the one that holds all the cards. You are the one that deals with everything that you have to deal with. If some of these agencies Get smart with you and tell you that you're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to go out of town. You're not going to be able to... You're not going to be able to deal with... You're not going to be able to deal with... You're not going to be able to go out of town. You're not going to be able to deal with... 
everything that your demands specifically, that you specifically state in your demands. If agencies do not meet with everything that you specifically state in your demands, then there's no use in going any further with that agency. What the, what the agencies have to realize is that you hold all the cards. Hello, my faithful podcast listeners. This is segment seven of episode two of the Physically Challenged Podcast. You are getting the best, but paying way less than now. The fifty percent off. I also want to. Talk to you a little bit about my personal life. I know I keep telling you that, but now I'm now I'm going to actually do it. I'm married to a wonderful wife of ten years, and my wife supports me in whatever I want to do. It's time to get screen turned off. Um. Yeah, actually, I have two parents. I have two parents that that has helped me considerably. Um, and a wonderful brother and a wonderful sister. That support me in whatever I choose to do. Um, also, let me tell you a little bit about my. So, I was born with CP and legally blind and legal blindness. Um. So that's why I am so passionate about the physically challenged rights. Um, I believe that the physically challenged communities have. <laughs> I believe that the physically challenged people have rights and have every I believe that the physically challenged people have rights and have every right to express those concerns and every right to go to Congress and whoever else they need to go to to the next course when you're ready. Um, but I want it to be noted that I'm very passionate about the physically challenged rights 
and physically challenge people living in a normal in a normal society. If I didn't I didn't have it easy. How are you, Mr. Randall? You really didn't have to get dressed up, Doctor. <laughs> He's being honored tonight. Position of the year. Position of the year. At your service, madam. I didn't. I really didn't no. expect to fight. No. Power forward for the Knicks. And the Knicks. They're in Philadelphia tonight. You playing the Sixers, huh? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> you really wanted to be here. We went through the Lamar's and everything. Well. Perhaps by the time the game is over, he can drive here. Yes. Is the game on TV? Okay, we'll turn it on. Go ahead. And maybe they'll win. On his shot. From 30 feet out. I do not believe. Switch through the net. <laughs> not your Every able-bodied citizen has the right to disrespect. Here's the deal. I'm very passionate about what I believe in and I strongly believe for the physically challenged rights. Here's the here's the thing. I believe that we should all get respect. Let's go. That's what I believe. Now you know everything about me. That's the chance you take when you select an obstetrician. <laughs> He's the hospital delivering a baby, which... There will be more... ...podcast on the way. Screen turned off. Hello, my faithful podcast listeners. This is segment seven of episode two. Um... The Physically Challenged Podcast. You are getting the best, but paying way less than. Now, the 50% off is... I also want to talk to you a little bit about my personal life. I know I keep telling you that, but now I'm now I'm going to actually do it. I'm married to a wonderful wife. I'm 10 years and my wife supports me in whatever I want to do. It's time to get, I, and get a screen turned off. Um, I have two parents. I have two. I have two parents that. That has helped me considerably. Um, and a wonderful brother and a wonderful sister uh, that support me in whatever I choose to do. Um, also, 
Uh, let me tell you a little bit about my self. I was born with CP and legally bl and legal blindness. Um, so that's why I am so pass passionate about the physically challenged. Right. <laughs> um, I believe that the physically challenged communities have. <laughs> I believe that the physically challenged people have rights and have. Every believe that the physically challenged people have rights and have every right to express those concerns and every right to go to Congress and whoever else they need to go to. Um, but I want it to be noted. And learn. That I'm very passionate about the physically challenged rights and the physically challenged people living in a normal, in a normal society. I didn't, I didn't have it easy. How are you, Mr. Randall? You really didn't have to get dressed up, Doctor. This is being honored tonight. Position of the year. Position of the year. I didn't, I really didn't expect to fight in Okay, well, turn it on. Go ahead. And maybe they'll win. On his shot. From 30 feet out. I do not believe. Switch through the net. That every able-bodied citizen has the right to disrespect. Okay, well, we need another one for dinner. No, we don't. He's sitting with us. The guest of honor sits at the head table. All these people, doctors, most of them. Here's the deal. Well, I'm very passionate about what I believe in, and I strongly believe for the physically challenged rights. Here's the, here's the thing. And read the speech as if you had written it yourself, okay? Make me I believe that we should all get respect. Let's go. That's what I believe. Now you know everything about me. That's the chance you take when you select an obstetrician. He's the hospital delivering a baby, which... 
there will be more podcast on the way. Screen turned off. Hello, faithful podcast listeners. Today's segment is going to be called What to Do with Ex Caregivers. Here we go. When the caregivers don't do not work out anymore, and believe me I've had many of caregivers that didn't work out in the first couple of months. You call the agency that you're with and get them replaced. Bottom line. Here's the deal. I'm going to make sure that you get all the information you need to on agencies and caregivers alike. Now, some caregivers do not want to work. They want to sit on their ass and collect welfare checks. Okay, that's fine. But what do you do when they work for you and make it difficult for you to do do what you need to do day in and day out. <clears throat> Screen turned off. What do you do when they make it difficult for you and try to damage your reputation and your name at the same time? Okay, here's what you do. You don't do anything because you don't put up with the crap. Okay, here's what I here's what I mean, what I mean by that is you let them go. If they have an issue with you, you don't do anything but let them go and do what they need to do. The reason I say that is it's happening to me now. It's happening. It's happened to me many, many times before this one. Okay. Now, I'm not going to put the caregiver's name out there that is damaging my reputation. But, here's what I'm going to do for her because I know... I know... She listens to this podcast. Sonia, I told you I wasn't going to put the name out there, but since I already have Sonia, you made me an enemy. Okay? I've been nothing but nice to you. I've tried to help you, but the minute, but the minute you, but the minute you don't want to do something... You want to get, 
You wanna get all technical with me? Here's the deal. Here's the, here's the deal. We had a very good relationship for three years. Until recently, when it all went straight to hell. I told you I was going to give you something about me. Here it is. We had a good relationship until it all went straight to hell. For th We've had a good relationship for three years until it all went straight to hell. Okay? Now, again, Sonia, because I do know you listen to this podcast... You had no business telling everyone what my wife supposedly did or didn't do. And who do you think I'm going to believe? My wife or you? I'd say my wife. And all the, all the people that have listened to the podcast since I've started this, know, and they will continue to know, that I stick up for my wife, and there's no, <clears throat> there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Here's the deal. Unless they have proof that your spouse or if you were doing something wrong, you don't <coughs> you don't do anything To them, but you let them go and get on with their miserable labs, lives. Okay? Here's the thing they have to reap what they sow. And Sonia, you will reap what you sow. Okay? In a lot more ways than one. All of you physically challenged people that listen to my podcast, and I know there's quite a few of you that do, because I get text alerts <clears throat> when you log on. And I appreciate that. Believe me. But Sonia, when you damage my reputation, you're damaging only yours. Because a lot of people know me. And a lot of people know that I don't put up with this crap. Okay? When you told me my wife was doing what, what you said she was doing, what you say she's doing, 
That is a lie. I know that to be true because I've asked everybody that I can ask and they tell me that the person in question did not make a move on my wife, which I already knew because I've known her for 10 years, lot, a lot longer than I've known you. I don't know why you would say that. I don't know why you would start that rumor. I don't know why you would call my dad an asshole when we have done everything for you. When we have done everything for you, we have got you an apartment. We paid you $400 for two years that was supposed to be for nine months. But we paid you for two years. Now look at you. Now where are you? Now how you living now? Okay. But it doesn't affect me. All they did was hurt me for about a week to a week and a half. But now it's made me mad. Now you made me an enemy. I'm going to let you know. Now you made me an enemy. And I don't want anything to do with you. Period. Screen but here's the deal. Here's the deal for all of the physically challenged people in physically challenged communities. Once you get caregivers like that. That are only in this for the money. Not in this. I'm sure they need to make money. Which. Which they do. I'm not knocking them for that. Okay. What I'm doing is. Schooling you. Screen turned uh, off. Okay. Once you get caregivers like that. You need to. See how they are. For about at least 90 days. You at least need to see how they are for at least 90 days before you make a decision. Don't get caught up in a trap. You can be friendly with them, but don't give them too much of your personal information. Okay? All of the physically challenged communities need to be aware of... <coughs> all the caregivers and all the physically challenged community need to be aware of very, very simple things. You don't get attached to your caregivers to the point you're giving, giving them personal information. Because that'll come back and bite you in the ass. And I'm, tell, I'm here to tell you, that's happened to me many times, and it just recently happened to me. So, if I've taken anything away from this, 
It's never to get too attached to your caregivers. Now, here's the deal. You have to make a very smart decision. I do not suggest to you... I suggest to you, do not get too attached to your caregivers. Now, you can be friendly and you can get to know them. But don't let them in too much on your personal life. That is the wrong thing to do. And I am here to tell you this is not an easy thing to do because once they get once you get attached it's hard to get unattached <clears throat> but you have to make the decisions the best suit you you have to make the decisions the best work for you screen the screen turned off the decisions you make may be the difference between being attached and unattached to your caregivers. I will pick up the rest I will pick up the rest of this um, on Monday. Until then, have a good weekend. Screen turned off. This is segment eight. This one is called When the Agencies Screw Up. When the Agencies Screw Up, it is very, very simple. You look for another one. You go through a list, you look through several lists. As you look, you look for several through several lists, and you take your time in dealing with those lists. You pick out the one that you think is going to work out for you. Um, this is the last segment on agencies. And caregivers. So I will talk to you Monday Monday afternoon at five o'clock. Have a good weekend. Here's, here's the trailer. We need to call this Sean Christmas Physically Challenge Podcast. We're going to talk about a great deal of things. Screen turned off. We're going to talk a great deal of things. Specifically, specifically. Dealing with 
Don't be so insecure, but I can't physically challenge people. Here's, here's the trailer. We need to call this Sean Christmas Physically Challenge Podcast. We're going to talk about a great deal of things. Screen turned off. We're going to talk a great deal of things. Specifically, specifically dealing with. Physically challenge people. Here's, here's the trailer. We need to call this Sean Christmas Physically Challenge Podcast. We're going to talk about a great deal of things. Screen turned off. We're going to talk a great deal of things. Specifically, specifically dealing with. Don't be so insecure, but I can't physically challenge people. 